everyone, and bam, we are live. Thank you for joining us with another exciting episode of Kosher Vids. We are so excited to be here today. I have a guest, whoo, famous, Avi Gernstein. Thank you. Avi Gernstein, did you ever act in a Kosher Vids? Once or twice, Akiva doesn't really like my <gasps> acting skills. What? Neither do I. Hey, um, but Avi Gernstein is a native of Miami, and um, also he is a prominent member of the Mississippi of Waterbury here in Durham, Connecticut. And that we are awesome. super excited. Thank to, you. Yeah, we're going to discuss Happy today's to subject. Why do celebrities go nuts? Da -da -da -da. Avi Gernstein, be honest with me straight up. Do you have a favorite celebrity, yes or no? Uncle Mike. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Actor. Okay, I'm not exactly so sure who that is. I'm sure he's a good actor. My question for you is, did you, ever, did you ever research his personal life? No. Okay. Do, do you that. want to do it right now? It's what I was about to do. Okay. Check it up on Wikipedia, what his personal life is like. Do it on the spot. I never looked at it before. This is on the spot. Me neither. It's going to be interesting. All right. Personal life. Personal life. Go ahead. Um, so they announced their engagement in two, June 2004. In mm -hmm. February 2007, um, they announced that they had mutually and decided to end their engagement. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Married on September 27, 2008. Uh -huh. Then, on December 14, 2010, they announced that they had separated. Reynolds filed for divorce in Los Angeles on December 23, 2010. And that's the end of the article? Well, then Reynolds had openly spoken about his lifelong struggle with anxiety, mm -hmm. noting in 2018 that he carried out many interviews in the character of Deadpool to alleviate his fears. Uh -huh. So, here's the thing, here's the problem. If you would take, this is what I've discovered. I've discovered that if I Google search, Wikipedia search, you know, my most famous guy that I know, I will discover a lot, a lot of the times that this person has gone through multiple deport, uh, divorces, he, is, he has uh, major issues with anxiety, depression, drugs, drinking, alcohol abuse. Sometimes the person's not alive anymore due to suicide. I've discovered this, okay, multiple times. Um, and we just did a random search of a person, and this was not bad. This was even not even considered bad in the world of celebrity, but at, at the end of the day, he did have three uh, marriages and, and also suffers from anxiety, which is crazy because here you are. These are the people that we, we look up to at the top of the food chain, this is the top of the top that our society looks towards, and it seems like the more top of the food chain you get to, the more messed up they are, and why should that be? Okay, now, in, ca in case you think that this is just like a thing that randomly happens that we just checked on, you know, online for this person, you know, he's a little bit of whatever, I know this for a fact, I interviewed a while ago Ari Blau, we, we actually made a podcast you know, for Kosher Vids, we had to take it down, because actually we had some issues from the actual Hollywood company that, I was not very happy about the whole whatever. So we had to take it down. Can't can't say too much, what but did you um, say on it? <laughs> whatever. But I'll tell you some stuff that that was it. You know, that we were talking about is that you know when he went to Hollywood, he was legit thinking, "Wow, here I am. I'm going to reach the top," and that was his goal to get to the top of Hollywood. He got freaked out. He literally got freaked out. He saw this place as a walking insane asylum. The people here are not normal people. They're out of their minds. I'm not dealing with normal people. I'm dealing with babies. I'm dealing with selfish. I'm dealing with, with jealous. And 
how did this stuff all come about? And I'll give you some examples. I'm, I'm not here to speak Lashon Har about celebrities or whatever. Truth is that it's not Lashon Har to speak about a guy. It's not, it's not a halacha that it's Lashon Har. It's not good. It might not be good because it's bad midos. But I'm sharing with you a good lesson. So I want you to know this. So it's, it's not Lashon Har. Um, I'm going to give you a few examples that he told me on a personal one-to-one experience. Okay? He had this experience with them. He uh, worked on James Corden show. He had experience with Ellen DeGeneres. Okay? Ellen DeGeneres... Okay, right? A lot of people know Ellen Show. She's a very, very famous woman. He said that when she came, they came around, her crew came around, they warned the people that were working in the crew, they warned all the people, if you look Ellen in the eyes, we will stop the show and she's going to walk out. Now, in case you're thinking, oh, like, yeah, well, yeah, maybe she needs to focus or something. No, 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 no. That is a totally nutso, crazy thing because these people are trying to help her. These, Ari is telling me, he works there. He, they, they, they have to do different jobs. They, I don't know what it is, set up the lighting or the mics on, make sure that her sound has a good... It's not a normal thing to not be able to look at somebody in the eye when you're talking to them. It's totally, totally, totally nutso. He told me. He told me this is the weirdest thing. He's like, he felt like, like, like they're treating him like garbage. Like, it's like the weirdest thing. Like they're coming in, like telling him, we're going to leave. Like, who do you think you are? Like, it was the weirdest, weirdest thing. Another example. I believe it was Taylor Swift. I don't know. Honestly, I don't follow uh, this type of music and stuff. And I, I don't know if I'm getting the name right either. Sorry, correction. The name of the singer is Britney Spears. That a lot of people look up to. And um, she was on a program called Carpool Karaoke. And this program, a lot of people think it's like, it looks like a very jokey, like on, on the spur of the moment thing. They actually spend millions and millions of dollars in it. Number one, for the rights to get the music, to play the music on Car- Carpool Karaoke, they have to pay the artist, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they also have 11 cars and it's a whole production. And he personally spent tons and tons of time trying to make it successful in the setup. She comes, she puts on the stuff, she's like, everything's ready to go. She turns to them and she says, sorry guys, I'm not doing this. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> the whole place is just like, what? Like, there's literally like a million dollars. Like, uh, I think he said it was close to a million, like on that day or something. I forgot the exact amounts. I, I it was a long time ago. This when, when he, we did this interview, he, he could. And by the way, she said that they, she ripped off her mic pack, but the mic was still attached, so he was hearing what she was saying. Literally, like, like babyish. Like, no, no, we're not doing. And they had to literally sit there, like trying to convince her like a little like oh come on it's gonna be so no i'm not in the mood i don't want to like you know like he's he made it he portrayed it like it was like the most babyish thing that ever happened it's just like he's gonna believe it and finally they convinced her she's like okay fine i'll do it and you know she put it back on and did it and it was it was the vibes were just terrible it was like everybody was just like ew like you know so and and then he said you know there's a there's a band called one direction it came and um, these these are teenagers. They order like I forgot how many pies of pizza, like forty a crazy amount of pizzas, of pizza pies for no reason. Like um, like they ate like a, a slice or whatever. They made it. I think he went to like a special pizza shop that they That's wanted it from or something. And they they ate like two. It was just a, a weird thing. The point is, there's a very funny thing that's going on over here. You're reaching the top of the food chain, which our whole society is looking towards. And these are people that work hard. They're not lazy people. And these are people that have. You know, they portray at least that they have good morals and they're going out of their minds. If you go into the internals of Hollywood, you will know it is an insane asylum. It is not a normal place to be. You you, you can go insane there. The whole system is just wreck. It's just 
crazy, crazy stuff going on there. Not to say, by the way, that there is nobody there that is that is a nice guy. He did tell me that there was a person, his name is Tom Hanks, and uh, he was a nice, he, was, he, 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 he viewed him as a nice person, but he was like the only, maybe one of the only people. Um, and, um, but, but Ruba Daruba, majority of the majority of the people that he's met and interacted with and the situations and the babyishness and the, and it's, it's just mind boggling. Why, why do you go nuts what when you go, why should it be, these are people that have talents and trying to entertain people. And I'm telling you that they mean good. A lot, a lot, a lot of the people there mean good and they get caught up in the system and they go nuts. Good people. And they're not like extrovert. Not all of them are extrovert like crazy. Like, look at me, look at me. Some people are like, not look at me. But they have like something that they want to express. And they actually have some good lessons they want to express. And they go out there. They put themselves out there. And all of a sudden, they go nutso. What is going on? Why should it be like that? What did he do in Hollywood? Um, he was one of the production, I think, assistants. He was getting up there. He was working his way to the top. He was, um, yeah, he, and he, he was left told. because of this? He was told, like, you could be big stuff here. When he left, they gave him a whole speech. Like, you could be big stuff here. You're giving up crazy stuff because you're of getting this? big. And he got, yeah, well, yeah, he was, he, yeah, well, he started becoming firmer and firmer and realizing right. the purpose of life, but he would have stayed. He, he, he just couldn't, he's just, this is not a normal place. Right. Like, I'm going to go crazy soon. You know what I mean? So, why is this so? Um, so here, I have a question. Yeah. Um, so if you look at it, mm -hmm. um, is that most people in society has at some point, you know, done drugs or, you know, been to, gotten arrested, you know, did some bad stuff, mm -hmm. let's say. Mm -hmm. um, so like, you know, I feel like most people have, gotten you know in some sort of trouble done something Avi, i agree with you 100 percent. we have a major major issue with drugs in our society and you're right divorces are out of control these days and anxieties and depressions and and just our society has a lot a lot of issues here's the problem though. here's what i'm trying to say though this is what's weird I could understand that if you're dealing with the lower class, you know the middle class. Yeah, you're right. In the in the in the hood, you know they got a lot of issues with tons yeah. of bad drugs and and the, even the middle class. Okay, it's seeping in. But here's the problem: these people we're dealing with are the highest are the highest class. They should be the most functioning people. The they you know they they work hard. They're celebrities. They're rich. They're up there. They're respected. They're on the top of the food chain, and yet it seems that the higher to the food chain you get, the more nuts they crazy, and they lose their minds. Why is that so? Everyone wants a purpose, because if you don't have a purpose in life, that's where a lot of, you know, drugs and depression and all that comes from, because, if you, you know, so, you know, I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? So they use whatever they're doing, singing, acting, whatever it is, they're using this to get their meaning. They say, now I have a purpose, I'm gonna act. Then they reach the top and they're like, oh shoot, I still feel like I don't have a purpose because I reached the top, I'm, a, I'm as wealthy as could be. Now what, you know? Uh -huh. Now I have the next 50 years to. Okay, I agree with you 100%. And I think that that's the case in many, um, but I do see that there are some very big actors and actors who I think that are not there for the fame and are not necessarily trying to to fill the void or whatever. Uh, a lot of introverts, a lot of introverts that are not 
you know, uh, you know, looking for fame and looking for big stuff. And you might tell me that they are lazy people. They're looking to just get a lot of money and be lazy. That's not true. It's not the case. That's, uh, I, I, th that's one thing that's that right. I believe is a total myth. Basically, I, I think that maybe point zero 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 one of actual celebrities are lazy people or are good for nothings and do nothing. That's absolutely not the case. If you do any research on these people, these work because these people work their brains off to get where they were. Any CEO almost, if you really study their lives, if you study uh, celebrities, and I have, I have looked at many uh, Wikipedias because I love studying the subject. And if you look at the, at the lives of these people and how they developed, these people worked their brains out to get where they were. They, have, they pushed and they sweated and they stayed in rooms to, to act their parts perfectly and to do their, you know, they gave it their all. And I, I really think that's the case. I really think that these I people agree. work crazy, crazy hard. They are not lazy people. And not all of them, I don't think, are necessarily putting on an act or, or chasing after something which is not them. I think that there are many celebrities that are chasing who they are. That's who they are. They, the, the guy's an actor. He's a singer. That's his talent. And that's what he should be doing. Well, so the question is, why is he going nuts? There are some people that are meant to be good singers and should sing in public. Why should they have to go nuts when they sing in public? And there are people that should be good actors. And just like there are people that are very good plumbers and there's good, talented people that are good at sports. And that's probably what their mission in life is. I mean, if you ask me what was Michael right. Jordan's mission in life, I would actually probably say he should have been a basketball player because that's his mission. He should teach good lessons with it, and he should teach good stuff, and you know. But that's his, you know. That's that was this that that could be why why Hashem created these people. They have certain talents, and they found themselves. And I I, I don't think that necessarily that this is not who they are. It could be, you know. It, it it would seem that a lot of these people have these type of talents, and if used for the right purpose, and some of them I think really did try to use it for the right purposes. Yet we still find that a lot of them go nuts. And why should that be so? Why should it be that a person who's a plumber, you know, works with his talents of being a plumber and he doesn't go nuts? And then you have a celebrity that works with his talents of being a celebrity and, and trying to do for everybody whatever he can and to, uh, you know, bring to the table uh, entertainment. And yet, we still see that for some reason this job and this talent almost like requires you to eventually lose your brain. And why should it be so? Why should it be fair? How could this maybe be prevented or if it could? Or, you know, where's, where well, does this all stem from? So I agree. First of all, I agree with what you said. Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, you could develop negative character traits just from, you know, when they, when they get their friends. The friends, just from having, you know, people swarming over you and dying to, you know, get, get your signature. First of all, that causes... You know, arrogance, first, which could also, from arrogance, could stem a lot of other negative traits. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. So, I don't have a definitive answer, and I, and I don't have, like, an answer to this whole situation. Um, I do have a brainstorm that just came to me this week, and I thought of it. And the reason why I thought of it is because there was, when I was a kid, there was a very, very famous singer, and I have this habit that whenever I think of, like, a, you know, somebody famous, I try to Wikipedia and see what they're, what's going on with them, just to prove this point. And just recently, about two days ago, I, I uh, you know, I Googled this, uh, this singer. I, I don't even know his name. I forgot. It's from a famous song. 
and I see that the guy's not alive anymore. He hung himself, okay? Two years ago, the guy hung himself, and I could not, I'm just like, this is wild. This guy looked like a great, famous guy, looked like a nice guy, like I, I've heard him talk, and like he, I mean, he looks like, I've seen him singing and this and that, and like he looked like a great guy, and like, what's the, how did he go nuts? How did he do that to himself? Why did he go crazy? And what I came out with is this thought. Okay, I'm not solving the whole problem, but I'm gonna give you this thought. The thought that I had is that the higher you get on the food chain, the lonelier you become. What looks like you're becoming connected to more and more people, you're actually becoming isolated from the entire world. The higher and the bigger of a celebrity that you become, the more of the separation there is between you and people. And even people, not it's not their fault, it's not the fans' faults, and it's not the people's faults. They don't know how to relate to you anymore. They, they, they view you as somebody different than them and they're not sure how to relate. A lot of times they're not even relating to you anymore. They're relating to your good looks or your good acts acting skills or singing skills or your talents, which is totally, totally not you. They're not relating to you. Nobody knows you anymore. And you start getting stuck in this bubble where nobody gets me. Nobody gets me. And you could sing about it and you could, uh, and you're singing like, nobody loves me. I don't know, you know? And, <laughs> and it's not helping. It's, close, it's not it's helping. Close. The more he does that, the more they don't love him really because the, it keeps, he be, the famouser and the more different and the more money you, you, you become just by default, the more separate you become from your friends, from your family, from your fans, and people are not relating, they don't know, they're not sure how to relate to you, and they're also not relating to you, they're relating to your money, your fame, your this and that, and you get stuck in this very deep, sad, lonely bubble. It's almost like imagine for one second, that you were that imagine for one second chas visham there's a, you know there's a, there's a famous twilight zone you know you the there's an explosion a guy was in a, a bank safe you know you you were in a bank safe and all of a sudden there's an explosion you wake up you open the bank safe you're the only person that lived there's a nuclear explosion and nobody in the world is alive chas visham imagine how scary and depressing like you have no one to share anything with almost everything you do I, I, I could I, I think I could safely say by the way everything you could do I think I could say that because our whole point our whole existence in this world is to expand to share to become bigger that's your whole ex your whole existence that's why you're here and imagine for a second that there's no one to share with any experience you have doesn't really make a difference because nobody's gonna know about it there's no way to connect that to a bigger existence or to somebody else or you know to to expand that and it's just alone everything, nothing makes a difference. There's nobody to share. It's the most depressing, saddest feeling, right? So here you are, you have a celebrity, he's all the way at the top, and what he was deeply looking for the whole time, deeply, is really connection, right? Love, creating, and sharing it with people, but while doing so, what's going on is that a certain separation starts to, you know, to ex exist in our society and people start to relate to him for his good looks, for his covered, 
for his talents, for his singing abilities, for his acting abilities. And all of a sudden, he feels like, oh my gosh, like nobody get, nobody knows me, nobody cares about me. They just care about my cars, about my money, about my fame, about my voice, about this. They don't even know who I am. Nobody gets me. Nobody gets me. But even my family like doesn't get me anymore. Like they don't know what I'm going through. And, they're, they're experience. and he has nobody in his life that he feels he could share that with. And the more fans and friends he gets and the more they like see they're like shouting like Justin Bieber like what he really hears is like you know what you what me and you hear is Justin we love you and what he hears is like Justin we have no idea who you are and we hate you like we love your good looks we love your voice and he's just like imagine just hearing that on, re on repeat you know, like, Justin, we love your cars. We love your good looks. We love your voice. And you're like, but wait a second. Do you guys know who I am? Do you know who I really am? Do you know the values I have? The connections that I want to make? What I'm all about? How I want to become a better person? I want to make this world a, bit, a better, a bigger place and stuff like that. And, um, and that was just a thought. That was just a thought that I had. That the higher in the food chain that you get, um, and the more separation is it that there's a certain creepy, crazy loneliness. And as of now, I'm not getting, I'm not saying like an Aza. I didn't brainstorm, you know, what the Aza is. I don't, I don't know if I have one. I'm not sure. But, um, but yes, I agree with you that there's a lot of fakeness going on. Like what you said before, that there's a lot of fakeness. There's a lot of COVID going on. There's a lot of acting who you're not. That's true. But, but, uh, 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 you know, something that I think really helped me solve. Uh, this puzzle was another factor, and that is that there's a lot of loneliness of, of oh my gosh, like there is nobody in the world that is getting me. You understand? And, and, and the more he tries to get that, the further it becomes from him. The more famous and more famous he's trying to become, so more and more people could know who he is, the more and more people are not relating to who he is, they're relating to his externals and to his... To he's not, or they just don't know how to relate, and he's not getting real connections with people. He's just getting like fake, um, you know, people that are, love him, um, and that that's 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 what I think. And what do we take home from all this? This is what I'm going to say, Abby. Okay. I'm listening. You know, um, again, I'm just a random guy just thinking random thoughts, but maybe it'll be helpful for you, and you'll be able to use this. And that is, when you start life. Don't just start going on a path, a random path that society looks as big or like the bigger, the better at everything. Decide who am I really? What am I afterlife? What are my deepest desires? What am I made out of? Okay, and what you'll discover in some form or not is that what you're made out of is relationships. You're, it's 100% true. There's nobody that can argue with me on this. If, if you want to argue, call me up. We'll have, I'll, I'll discuss it with you. You're made out of someone that wants to be part of someone else's life, of other people's life, and you want them to be part of your life. You want to expand. You want to infuse yourself with others and become bigger and share your life experience with others. You want other people to get you and you to get other people, to share their, to get their wisdom for them to have your wisdom. You have your experiences and you're stuck with that. But when you expand and you share with other people, you start seeing a different world. You're stuck in your own world. The only way you can see somebody else's world is when you expand, when you have relationships. You start seeing new worlds. And that's what we're all really deeply looking at. And to get in touch with that and see how you can play that out in your life. Everybody's got different tools. 
You know what I'm saying? These celebrities or these singers, whatever, they all got tools, special tools and talented tools. And I honestly think that they should be using them for, for their acting and, for, and they could portray great lessons and great things. However, what I'm going to say is that they should realize that what they're after in this whole big picture is actually true and deep connections and to keep that in mind and not just to be like oh the goal in life is social media king is to have the most fans and the most covered and the most and tons of things and when you keep chasing after that covered and all of that falseness which is really not connection at all it's connecting to what you're not it's loving them loving your car and your money and stuff right when you keep doing that, you're going to be left with who you're not. You're going to be left with zero relationship. What you are is looking to expand, looking to become bigger. So if Akiva Balsam would be able to make a suggestion for Hollywood, my suggestion is to work slower, to work slowly, to sit down and think, what's this about? Don't just see, oh my gosh, wow, that looks cool. He has one million followers on YouTube. I want to be like him. Yeah, like get crowds riled up, chanting your name. That's what life's about. That's not what you're after. You're after people that will really connect to you and have real true relationships. And you have talents that you want you know, to, to, to give to the world. So while you're building it up, work a little bit slower. Don't try chasing. Maybe it's time to step back when it gets a little too big. Um, and, but always, no matter what, make sure you have your crew of real tight, close-knit family, family, friends, wife, family, children, connections, that's the icker. Those are the icker. That's where your relationships, you build yourself off, you build who you are off of. And then you try expanding that slowly but surely to the world and try teaching who you are and try seeing other people's lives and stuff. But when you just aim for numbers and try to get like billions of people to all chat your you know, numbers, you lose the quality. You're going after quantity, you lose the whole quality of it. And it becomes like a goal in and of itself just to get tons of people chanting your name. After a while, you're going to be realizing this is all nothing. Like I have zero real relationships. That's what I have. I have a billion zeros. I have a billion zeros. I got a billion fans, but a billion zeros because none of them have relationships. And none of them is, is a real, you know, a real, I'm gaining, you're gaining, they know me, I know them, you know, seeing different worlds. None of that. So, that's my suggestion for Hollywood. I don't know if that makes sense. But it's a lesson definitely for all of us. Connections is occur when you disconnect yourself from people, when you have nothingness, when you have fakeness, and you're just making famous a goal in and of itself to become famous, to become the top of the world or whatever, and it becomes a goal in and of itself, it's empty. There's nothing in there. There's no relationships and you end up feeling alone. Alone, nothing. You, you end up feeling alone and disconnected and it's very, very depressing. So get in touch, meditate. Sit there in the mornings, sit there. And for me, meditation is the most powerful tool that I, that I use. We'll try to now. do it. Everyone, please close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. we, Listen we, to the sounds. Yeah, maybe we'll do it a different. Maybe we'll do a different podcast. I, Meditation is, is so be. important. Where you get in touch with who am I? What is my self-esteem? And you sit there and you breathe to it. I am who. I am for another. That's who I am. I am relationships. I am a builder. I love to build. I love to create. I am an Eved Hashem. That's who I am and you build your self-esteem, and you build your relationships, and then when you build a true who am I and who my mission is and what I'm all about, relationships, and you take your talents 
and then you use them with that esteem, with your crew, with your, your the people who support you, and your family, and your friends, and your relationships, and you use that to cause more deep, meaningful relationships, not just empty people shouting your name and saying, we like your face and your good looks. No, people that really want to connect to your world and you want to connect to, to their world, work a little bit slower. It's not so much about quantity. Quality, you will find yourself fulfilling your life mission and having a very, very happy life. That is what I have to say today. Avi, do you have any words? Yeah. yeah. Um, I need to say thank you for helping me mm -hmm. because my dream has been to go to Hollywood. Is that really? Yes. <coughs> you know, and by the way, now, now I'm glad I know you're... what to do to can not, I... <coughs> not go crazy. Can I be honest with you? Sure. I'm so glad you shared with me. <coughs> you know, now that we're putting it out there, I'll be very honest with you. My, I have this dream that like, one day, and by the way, I'll never go to Hollywood. My dream is that they come to me. <laughs> I've had this <laughs> yeah, all the time, and I'm sure many people have. Like, my dream is I want to become a Godla door, but Hollywood's gonna <laughs> knock on the Godla door's door one day and say, Yo, you are like just so cool and amazing. We need you to act in a movie. I'm like, Oh, you can vault, go, you have no. Yeah, and they're like, Please, the and like, we beg you, into, we like, need you actor. to mentor us. Oh my god, dude, you're. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll pay you millions. I'm like, sorry, I can't do it. Shabbos. We'll 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 change the whole script. Like we'll work around you. We'll we won't work on Shabbos. We'll change the whole Hollywood. And then I come to Hollywood, and I'm gonna give like Kira and Shirim and like. You could be McCarve, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, yes. yeah. We'll be McCarve. All of them will have Shirim there. People be stuck. And then all the movies are gonna start portraying like crazy good lessons, and it'll end up changing the world. Just wants to and then Mashiach's gonna come. He just wants to take over Hollywood <laughs> and make it into. Kosher vids. Yeah, exactly. Kosher vids, yeah. And, and could you, do you know how powerful a movie is? Do you know how powerful a movie powerful. is? Do you know how many lives have been changed? Do you know how much of our lives, if people that have watched movies when they were kids, you know <laughs> yes. how much of your lives are based, your dreams and your aspirations have been based off the, the power of pictures? Okay, well, anyways, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you learned some good lessons. It's been a pleasure. Stay tuned for the next podcast and don't forget to subscribe and like it up and share it with all your friends, family, relatives, and people who you want to change their lives. Thank you so much for joining and stay tuned for the next podcast.